Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is November 8th of 2023, and we're celebrating Wednesday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. Today's Gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 14, verses 25 through 33. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. In today's Gospel, Jesus spares no words as he speaks about the price of discipleship. He makes it very clear that following him, following Christ, not only entails sacrifices, but it also must be a complete self-giving. It's like St. Therese of Lisieux put it. She said, you cannot be half a saint. You must either be a whole saint or no saint at all. There's no half measures in holiness. You can't be half a saint. You've got to either be a whole saint or you're no saint. So we can consider Christ's words in in three sets, namely hatred of the family, the cross, and then the two examples he gives. Now first, Jesus tells us, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, he cannot be my disciple. Now, the first thing that we need to remark is that that word hate doesn't mean loathe or despise like it does in English. Rather, it's, it's a Semitic expression for saying love less right? If anybody comes to me without loving his father or mother less than he loves me, he can't follow me. Because Jesus Christ needs to be the first and greatest love of our lives. Anyone who really wants to follow Jesus has to love him more than, well, anything else. Otherwise, our love for Christ plays second fiddle to something else, and that other thing becomes the center of our lives and our attentions. Now, Jesus continues by saying, Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Now, again, we're, we're Christians. We've had you know, over 2,000 years of Christianity, so we're, we're used to thinking of the cross as you know, a beautiful symbol of Christ's love for us. But those words would have sounded really strange to Christ's listeners. Because for them, well, they thought of the cross only as an instrument of suffering and death, and, and horrible suffering at that. And Christ is also strangely specific. It's not just any old cross that gets us to heaven, but rather it's the cross hauto, his own cross, right? That reminds us, Christ has perfectly designed our crosses for us. What another person needs is made specifically for them, right? What I need for me is made for me. And this is something that St. Louis de Montfort writes in his his letter to uh, Friends of the Cross. He says, The cross is designed for him in every number, measure, and weight, fashioned by Christ's own hands and with great exactness. 
the cross which out of love for him Christ has carved a piece of the one he bore to Calvary, and which is the greatest gift he can bestow on his chosen ones on earth. That's beautiful. The cross is a piece of the one that, that Christ carried to Calvary, and it's fashioned precisely exactly for me. Lastly, Christ gives two analogies or parables. He, he makes reference to constructing a tower and that of a king and his army. Now, in English, we have the saying, well begun is half done. Well, that's great, but well begun is, is still only half done, right? The Christian vocation requires perseverance. Our tendency is to slack off or to not finish what we start. Now, obviously, Christ isn't trying to discourage us or tell us, like, well, don't even bother starting. But he's trying to warn us clearly about difficulties and challenges involved. It's not easy to carry the cross day after day. But the paradox, the irony of the Christian life, is that it's precisely the cross that keeps us close to Jesus. It's exactly the cross and the crosses that he sends us that keeps our love strong. That's why the saints speak of the cross in such glowing terms, right? Jesus told St. Gemma Galgani, he said, Oh, my daughter, how many would have abandoned me if they hadn't been crucified? Well, how many would have abandoned me if they hadn't been nailed to the cross? St. Ignatius, Ignatius of Loyola writes that it's not the finest wood that feeds the fire of divine love, but the wood of the cross. And St. Teresa of Jesus, writing about the need to take up the cross, especially the ones that are difficult to understand, she would say, if you seek to carry no other crosses but those who reason you understand, then perfection is not for you. If you're only going to carry crosses that make sense to you, you're never going to be a saint. But just as Moses was told to throw a piece of wood into the bitter waters at Merah, which then became sweet, that's Exodus 15, so too does the cross give life to everything it touches, no matter how difficult or bitter it might seem. So today, through the intercession of Mary, Mother of Grace, let's ask for the grace of perseverance and for love of the cross, knowing that it's the cross that keeps us close to Jesus.